an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. We are the one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about the sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher. I don't know the who's who's, and I don't know the what's what's. What up, y'all? It's Sism from the North. I am an alpha male. Currently, I live on the west side of Nashville, Tennessee. You can find my place pretty easily. Just look for the bluff. And on the weekends, me and Bazer shotgun the hard seltzers. There's so many now. We prefer the Bud Lutes. Excuse me, the, the Bud Lights. So everyone listening, you heard. Go to the bluffs. Look for Raymundo. You'll be out there. And guys, I'm just going to go ahead and hit it. No, wait, wait, Looking whoa, 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 for McDonald's. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you were going to hit the – you're supposed to hit the, the, the one shining moment. Then we're going to, you know, talk Ray, about – it's on the script. <laughs> what a game! What a game! Oh, my gosh, guys! What a game. I mean, that is what basketball is all, all about. about. It's not about dribbling and ball in the hoop. No, no well, that's no, There was a lot of that. There was oh. dribbling. There was ball in the hoop. There was amazing play after amazing play. Comes down to the wire. I mean, everybody talk. I mean, that is what March Madness is about. Right. And that is why we're here. Now you hit it, Ray. Looking for McDonald. Lobs it into McDonald. Five seconds left. McDonald, two seconds. McDonald traps. Heaves. Can't hit. That is it. No, no, he made it. 
No, he made it. Stanford. Again! The Stanford Cardinals! Stanford. National champions! <laughs> oh my gosh! What are you Stan- talking about? The this Stanford a- Cardinal! What is this they from another year? They take down Arizona in the NCAA Championship Women's Edition! Oh. That's right! The Stanford Cardinal pulled it off! They beat Arizona really the three coach. seed. Coach, that's that's shock jock radio right there. You really think coach. the listeners all think one clip's gonna be played, the guys clip, and then we get them with the women's clip. I mean, what are you, TMZ coach, the making ball. us click on something and it's not the thing we want? Sorry, it was called clickbait. Did, no, did, is this real though? Did they really win the championship? They really won the. That was it. It was a last second shot by Arizona to win it. And they missed off the back of the rim. Wow. And let me tell you, I watched some of the Arizona-UConn game because I thought UConn was the best women's program. I'm, I don't really, never really watched. But the fourth quarter was on, on what night was that? Friday night. And they have the, quarters? Yeah, which I like a lot better. And I don't understand halves. why the men's team don't have quarters, but whatever. And this Arizona girl, the point guard, she was really fast, but... It's pretty boring. UConn got dominated. It's boring and I basketball. Found out yeah, by you watching something boring, that means you, my friend, are very boring. That means UConn has now lost the last four times in the national semifinals. I thought they won the championship every year. I, I had thought no so. Idea. No, I think Oregon was really good too, right? Yeah, Oregon was, but Stanford. I mean, what? A, I mean, wow, wow, wow. Did you watch this game? No. Oh, didn't watch this game huh. because I looked. After Arizona beat UConn, I saw they were going to play Stanford in the national title, and I was like, oh, let me check it out. They're both in the Pac-12. Let me see what their scores were earlier in the season. They played twice earlier in the season, and I think Stanford beat them by 30 both times. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Say it ain't so. You think guys in the construction site are talking about this right now, I'll be. Really. But that's what you want in basketball. Comes down to the last second shot. Ray, hit it one more time. The next one? No, I was going to go back to that, that one. one's Audi. I mean, you're okay. like McDonald's got the ball. I'm like, who? And then Stanford wins. I'm like, what? But Dude, you got all the listeners on that one. The joke's on them, I mean, coach. coach. You got me. April Fool's is all month, baby. How about Gonzaga UCLA? I didn't watch it. I was watching this one. No, this was on a different oh. night. <laughs> Gonzaga UCLA is, I mean, that was I mean, one of the, the best, best basketball, basketball games, games of the tournament. You've ever seen. One I mean, of the best college basketball games you've ever seen. Ever? I mean, yeah. I mean, you get to always. <laughs> I mean, ever seen? Yes. College basketball? Yes. That I've ever seen? That you've ever seen. It's one of the best. In my lifetime? Yes. I don't know. It's hard to say. I can't it, think of any other one, but that's because I don't really. I thought the attention. Michigan game the week before was the greatest one. Well, yeah, coach. This one outdid no. that one. <laughs> I thought that Alabama one was really good when they went to overtime. No, but it wasn't. This was. Everybody making shot after shot. No, this was a great game. The entire game. The entire game. It was high-quality basketball the entire time. Not just time. the last 30 seconds right, of the game. Right, that's what the I mean. The whole game was really good. It was all game long. long. Like, you think, okay, UCLA is about to get blown out. And then here they come, just carving their way back. Oh, no. Gonzaga is going to pull away. Nope, here comes UCLA. I mean, UCLA gets a little lead. Is Gonzaga going to get their buttholes puckered in? Oh, there goes the perfect season. No, they're going to scratch and claw their way back. What incredible basketball. Now, when Alabama scored their buzzer beater to go to overtime, you said you saw it from when it left his hands, it was going in. This one, when you saw it leave Suggs' hands, was it going in? No. 
And he is so, like, hit the clip. The look you wanted. Absolutely. Good job screening out again. Bruins with a shot to tie it or win it. With 12 seconds. Zhang. Again with the ball in his hands. In the paint. Floater. Short. Got it back. Ties it with three. Gonzaga has time to do something. Sox for the win. that what do you do i'm watching it live and i yell holy shit whoa what are you what's wrong holy with you shit. what's what wrong with you why are you cussing all of a sudden no, doing it d- for the ratings guys i am telling you how i reacted sorry in all the kids listening to the cars i'm sorry that is how Don't say i say that word that's how i reacted <laughs> in live time on the couch watching it great coach we could have imagined that it's like this dumb movie i watched no i mean it's not dumb it was really good nomadland real quick great movie by the way but there are two scenes where she's taking a dump in a bucket i'm like do we really need to see her take a dump in a bucket two times go ahead what that's how yeah how did that have anything it's to do the same with me? thing you do, you can tell the whole story without saying the s word how did you react when you're watching holy sh- I had all my kids with me. All my kids were all there. See, so. my kids were asleep. My wife was asleep. My wife pops up on the couch. What? What? And I was like, he just banked it in in overtime to win do the you, freaking game. Question, do you have to say bank it in or can you just say he made the shot? No, bank. Because okay. Okay. that means it was on accident. He don't. You don't ever Coach, try to. always on accident. Not the bank is not always. Tim Duncan banked it on purpose all the time. Bank <laughs> oh, is no, only no, open no. Monday through Friday, nine to five. No, what I'm it's saying open on Saturday, uh, eight to noon. What I'm saying is just because it went off the bank, off the glass to go in, doesn't mean it was more of an accident than the guy the chunking it at the rim. No, absolutely, get... it was more of a lucky shot oh, when he hits gosh. it off the. I, I think you and I will always argue about that one. If you are throwing it from mid court yeah. and you hit so it off the, the, it's the all odds up. of it going in off the backboard yes. are worse than if it is just a straight. I think. Okay, good. Do, do the math and figure it out. Uh, this week on ESPN, science breaks down a basketball shot. There's no difference. Because when it hits off the backboard and goes in on a jump shot, like from the th- from three, or the it's announcer's his- like, oh, off the backboard. Oh, and it went in. Okay. They're always they're more surprised when it goes in off the bank. I honestly believe I've heard there's more chance is for the ball to go in if you start it off the backboard. That's why the square's there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the square is there because the first guy that invented basketball was like, let's put a square on it. That way it has better chance to go in. So I'm screaming, going crazy, and Jalen Suggs, yeah, jumping on the scores table. Everybody's crowding around him. Do you feel D-Wade like you're was there? The first to do it. When you're, ju- when you're jumping Jordan up and down. Jordan was before D-Wade. <laughs> LeBron was before D-Wade. Well, Chamberlain was before Jordan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever jump on the scores table? May have. I may have. I don't know. I couldn't see. It was a Coach, black and white. When burning. you're jumping up and down, do you feel like you're there with Suggs and the entire Gonzaga he basketball? He won too. Yeah. No, I, I get him a shirt. Do you throw paper in the air so you feel like you're in there too with the confetti? No, I don't need to do that. I just the excitement of the amazement of a great basketball game and him making that shot. It was just so it was awesome. It was, it was awesome. Boys, it was great. This is how much women cared about that. I, My wife, I said, listen, if it gets close, do you want me to wake you up? And she said, yes, yes. If, if Gonzaga's going to lose, if it's getting really down to it, please wake me up. She laid down 20 minutes before the end. Well, I go, hey, get, you got to get up. It's less than a minute. Two-point game, just please. It's getting nuts. You told me to do this. And she goes, 
you know what, I'm going back to sleep. Just let me know what happens. I well, mean, well, women don't care, a majority of them. Well, Coach, my, my little ones went to bed. They fought and fought. Can we please stay to the end? Can we please stay to the end? My wife's like, no, it's already late. Like, you have to go to bed. So she puts them to bed, says their little prayers. Coach, it was like 1030, laying the law down. Coach, so she had to go say little prayers or whatever. So me and my 13-year-old were down there. We start screaming, <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. So, so then so then she runs down. She's like, what, what, what? You have to watch this. You have to watch this. And even even she was amazed by it. That's di- then that's America for you. That a is a little bit of this, a little bit of that, Coach. Jalen Suggs, though, they interview him after the game. He's like, "Oh, I knew he was going in." No, you didn't. You never. Kn- when you throw it off the backboard, you do not know it's going in. And what the- UCLA? That are Jiang- you calling him a liar? Yes, Jiang. I don't know how you. Jujang. 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 You only watch that the whole game with the announcer pronouncing it. Legit. Baller. Yeah. I mean, hey. every single time. Ah, uh, get here, get my shot. That Let me tiger, go here, get that my, tiger guy's a tiger, baller. Tiger, great, great. Small dude, knows how to control his body. He does a little, oh, slow down, oh, speed up, go up and under. It was such a fun game. That left-handed center for UCLA, he shoots those jump shots any game of the year. He's missing every one of them. Number two. But all of a sudden, he's jumping out. I think his name was Riley. 17-footers. And he's making everything. It was just shot after shot after shot. Ray, did you bet the over on that one? Yeah. Yeah, I said it was going to be a track meet. I was talking to our boss at the courts before the game, and he said, I believe his final words was minus 14 is the lock. And I said, no, 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 my friend. It's going to be a track me, and that it was. I am just imp- UCLA played out of their minds, and I hate when people say, uh, No, there we go. What? Go ahead. Because uh, I said it. There are certain things that make teams different. They play harder. They they try harder. I mean, UCLA Gonzaga was trying just as hard. No, I get it, and that's why they're winning. Houston, for some reason, didn't no, fight as hard. No, no, they just got blitzed. They, they, there was nothing they could do. Blitz. It didn't matter what he— Houston had no shot. Baylor was on fire. They played out of their minds. Houston, they tried their heart. They just they there was nothing they could do to I stop think them. The perfect example is the dude to shoot missing the missing the jump shot and then going getting his own rebound, and putting it back in. Like that to me at the end, the UCLA guy. Yeah. That to me is the epitome of how hard they played. Most times they'd be like, ah, oh, God, forget it. Dang it, I missed it. We're gonna lose this game. That's the mentality. Not him. Uh-uh. He knew he was going right. He ran for it, put it back in. Tied ball game. Let's go. And then the crazy, I mean, just the pure chaos. I don't know if UCLA thought, okay, Gonzaga's going to call a timeout. But they all just ran back on defense, and, and no, one tried, no one tried to stop the ball. So Jalen Suggs just dry, I mean, dribbles the I ball straight. I don't think you think about it. Right. Him even making well, a half-court shot. Well, the last thing shot. you want is to foul him and Right, give him but you want to at least get in his way so he has to move oh, a little bit. Get he got like, the ball in straight line. That's when you get a foul drawn on your It was coach, so I've seen good. more uh, defense on those dude perfect shots than in that game. I mean, they just wanted him to get one of those shots. It, it was such an incredible game, and I hate when people say, man, I didn't want either team to have to lose, And I and I but I'm going to say it. I felt awful for UCLA. I felt Awful for them. You, you hate what? That when they say people what? say, oh, you, you really hate to see either of these teams lose. Well, you do. The, but I, that game, I was like, man. You I, do because I'm telling you, while we were watching this game, me and my family were talking about, like, well, who do you want? Because we were all out. We are all out of the brackets. Right. We don't, I didn't even place, I placed the uh, plus 14 and a half, you know, when the game started on UCLA. So I knew the entire game I was fine. I was going to win my $10, whatever. So I wasn't sweating it. 
But I started rooting for UCLA. I'm like, come on, let's go. And then my son is like, UCLA. Dad, you've you've been thinking Gonzaga's going to win the entire time. Like, I know some, but to me, it's exciting to see a no-name come back and, like, take on the Giant. A no-name. Well, I don't think UCLA's a no-name, but they were a low seed. This is where the greats went. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, like, come on, let's, let's be real. We never saw UCLA in the Final Four. You're right. No one shut their eyes and said, what's going to happen in this Final Four? <gasps> UCLA's going to be there. No. No one did. So it's cool to see that. But we were going back and forth. You're like, oh, I don't know. God, Zach is playing so good. Like, they're so awesome. And then, like, oh, my gosh, UCLA's going to win this game. This is crazy. The key is, or the real question is, what do you guys think in the national championship? I I, I hope I, 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 I expect yeah. another game exactly I like don't. that. I don't. That didn't answer my question. I don't. I don't. I, I don't see a game close like that at all. When I close my eyes, Coach, I see something that, again, what did everyone say, Ray, after the end of this game? Uh, <laughs> we did not see this coming. Oh. A game this close. Unbelievable. It's going to be like that again. This championship's going to be like, oh, my gosh, we thought that so-and-so would play much better than this. This is the two best teams all year. They were the two best teams no. in college basketball. Are they both ranked number one? Yes. <laughs> they were at one point. Wow. And so it is only fitting that you get the two best teams all year. Usually you don't get that in the college basketball with the NCAA tournament because someone has an off night. Uh, it, mm-hmm. but you, these, said it, you said it. Somebody has an off night. But these two teams have been the best all year. They were supposed to play earlier this season, but it got, I believe, COVID ah, canceled that sucker. So which this was, is what which we, was so the COVID. only sign of weakness they saw in Baylor ever. COVID's yeah. the real champ. No, it's <laughs> not because there's going to be a COVID team. Lost that wins. COVID coach. already beat both of them. No, coach. COVID lost a couple of season games. That's it. They, they I, won a couple I, of season games. No, COVID's going to lose. No, this whole COVID thing. won a game in the tournament. They played. Oh, they played Virginia Common. Yeah, VCU. <laughs> they did. They did coach, win a game. Coach, they I did am try just, to mark. I am so excited to see this <laughs> game. I work like Gonzaga. I don't think Baylor is going to make everything like UCLA did. I don't think they're going to make every single shot. So. Gonzaga took punch after punch after punch after punch of the underdog and still maintained and were able to deal with the pressure because everybody always says, you Gonzaga plays nobody. They've never had any pressure on them. They had pressure and they handled it and they battled, they scraped, they clawed, and they won. And I think Gonzaga is going to win. I'm it. The speed of Baylor, I think, is going to give Gonzaga trouble, but I am here for it. It is going to be an amazing freaking game does tonight. Does Baylor have the same shooting Gonzaga does? I don't think they Baylor do. Baylor has better Baylor has shooting than Gonzaga. Out. They do? Lights out, my friend. Gonzaga See? is more inside. Yes. They have Timmy. Kispert. They Timmy have Kispert can, that oh. can shoot the three. <laughs> Timmy what? No, no, he's no. just naming Marquee No, guys. no, no. You give Timmy the ball, he's going to put it. He's going to put in Coach, the Coach, you didn't know that name a week ago. No, Coach. I saw him last year. <laughs> Throughout the whole season, that's the only reason I would bet on Gonzaga because of Timmy. And the I've, mustache. Well, the mustache. Is he super annoying? The mustache wasn't there the whole season. Right. Is he annoying? Yep. Get this. They win he's it all. He's starting you, to get annoying. You know he's coming out with shirts and stuff. He's starting to be annoying. Yeah. I mean, his cockiness is getting a little What annoying. happened to him? Was he foul trouble? Is that why they put yes, him? Yes, he up? was in foul trouble. Okay. And, and the, how about he, he He had to take that charge of the block. Like, that was the game at the end of regulation. He stepped up because he's going to have a wide open layup. And if they call it the other way, it's ball game because he's going to make one of those two free throws. <laughs> you raised your hand. I have a question. Go ahead. So when you have four fouls or three fouls, you commit your third foul. 
Do they have to take you out of the no. game? No. So then why do they always take him out for because like 30 precautionary, seconds? Because precautionary, coach. You have to – you. As a coach, you have to manage the game. If you have three fouls with 15 minutes left to go in the game, you got to set them down because it's like, eh, don't trust I'm, them. I'm talking about Suggs being, you know, he gets his fourth foul or, or third foul or whatever, and they take him out for literally 10 seconds. He sits his butt down, and within a, a millisecond, they say, get back up, you're going back in. And it's like, what was the point of taking him out for 10 seconds? To give him a chance to cool down. Yeah. He didn't cool down. Game. Coach, he didn't cool down. He was confused on what was happening. Oh, I'm out. Oh, I'm in. What are you doing? I don't understand that. If they're supposed to get sit, sit down, cool. If not, just say, dude, just stay out there. You're you're our freaking star of the game. Just stay out there. Listen, Timmy, that block he had at the rim. Oh. Timmy, you have four fouls. Just stay out there. Who cares? You, we need you. No, no. no. See, we what need they were, you. What they were doing with Timmy is they were taking him out on the defensive end and putting him in on offense because you don't want him to pick up that fifth foul. I'm using Timmy's example. That was that's a bad example. Right. I meant when Suggs really sat down for two seconds and they said, get back up, you're going back in. Mm, Why even take him out? And because he's better on the offensive end than the guy that he replaced him. But I'm going to trust the coaches on that one, Eddie, over you. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I'm just asking the question because it seems like, oh, man, you got three fouls. I have to take you it, out. It is one of those things where the history has always said, oh, if a guy gets three, four, take him out, take Let, him out. What if you just leave him in and tell exactly. him to be careful? Let me <laughs> or, tell you something hey, about if history. If you leave him in, you're like, hey, if they come at you, you just let them take a layup. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's, not, it's, it's easier said than done. Natural instinct is to get in their way and play defense because that's what you've been taught since you were a no, no, child. No, I, and, I, and as a competitor, you don't want to just get give up an open layup. So you try to, and sometimes they try to get out of the way and then they end up fouling anyway. Oh, I understand. I get it. I get the whole, you know, the whole be careful. You got one foul left, but there's no reason to say, hey, you have one foul left. There's only two minutes left in this game. I'm going to take you out for a little bit. What? Just stay in be careful. You know you have one more foul. That's it. Just be careful. I don't need to sit you out, put you in timeout so you can get your little towel over your head, sit there and think about what you've done for 10 seconds. It's weird to me. I think Suggs was just frustrated with the refs not getting a call. He was boiling over, and, and Mark <laughs> Few saw that and said, hey, let's get him out, give him 30 seconds to just kind of... Mm-hmm, little good second-grader timeout right there. That's right, second-grader timeout. He did it, and boom. Uh, I believe that we're going to see ourselves one heck of a track meet. Tim... Whatever his name is, Times. Timmy. He felt, he saw it. You're not, we're not fouling hard because you don't want to put yourself in foul jeopardy trouble. So tonight's game, they're going to let them play. These guys are going to be flying. Nobody's even going to contest a layup. You want a layup? Cool. Go in and get it. I'm not fouling you. I, in my personal opinion, look for that tonight. I believe the over under set at 160. That's Vegas saying, please, for the love of God, take the under. It's track meet. Go over. That's just the style of offense that Gonzaga runs. Who's winning the game? Who do you think is going to win? Who do you want to win? I've, the sad thing is I haven't watched as much Baylor as I would have really wanted to. I've seen him a little bit. What I've seen from Gonzaga, Timmy was in foul trouble, and they still won the game. I mean, for God's sakes. I really believe Gonzaga oh, is your team. All right. Well, we have to you know stop this because we have a, a very special guest. I didn't know he was there. I just saw a Donald Duck. Uh, <laughs> he has a Donald Duck screen. He has a Donald Duck screen. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. So uh, if you can join me in welcoming... Uh, Did you... someone die? What's happening? No. Why, why is your voice We're going to clap for the one and only Dave the Cobra Parker! Hey! Cobra. Thanks, guys. Hey. What's going on, my man? Not much. Just talking to you. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> man, You guys, it's a bad day then. <laughs> Slow day at the <laughs> office. <laughs> so... He's kind of chopping in and out. Is he there? I'm here. Oh, there we go. All right, Dave. So tell me, you spend all this time in the major leagues. You know, you're you're one of the, you're the original badass because I didn't realize. I'm gonna be honest with you. As a little kid, I would look at your baseball card and I'm like, okay, this Dave Parker guy. Because your end of the career was right when I was I was you know I was born in '81, so you were a stud early on before I was you know really understood baseball. And looking back. Damn, dude, you were really freaking good. Yeah, I played a little bit. I was, I was all right. No, 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 Dave, <laughs> Dave, you were He's more humble. than all right, Dave. I, I want to know, did you have you ever sucked at anything in your life? No. Oh, who? Someone's laughing. Who's laughing? Is that your wife? That, that's my grandchild. <laughs> my grandson. Yeah, because. Because you were you wanted to play football at Ohio State, you're a stud baseball player. You hurt your knee, so you say, you know what? 
I mean, I could have gone pro in the, in football, but I'll, I'll just stick to baseball and I'll just be a super badass. Well, I, I dominated. I, I did a lot of great things. I uh, did two batting titles, MVP, uh, just about anything that you could win, I won. Now, so high school baseball, I, I read, you know, you, the book Cobra is out now. People can buy it. They can download it. They can read all about your career, all about your life. So you try out, an uh, open tryout for the Reds, and you're so damn good they want to sign you, but you're only in the 10th grade. Right. I was 6'4", 220, so I looked like a grown man. Dang. But I was in the 10th grade, and I worked out and hit some balls in the Sunday. And I uh, was walking away, and the guy said, hey, where are you going? I say, well, you know, I'm, I'm done. He said, well, we want to sign you. I say, you can't sign me because I'm in the 10th grade. <laughs> so how easy was high school for you? Like, did you, I mean, did they just walk you every time because you were so good? No, we uh, played in a pretty competitive uh, division. We played against Pete Rose's team. Uh, we had a team called Withrow that was a, a pretty good ball club. So we we, we played some uh, real competitive guys. So when you get to the major leagues, you know you you're the you're you're pretty much the trailblazer. You were the you're the one that kind of got the salaries going up, up and up. You were the first million dollar baseball player, right? And I paid a price for being the first. You know, being the first I always seemed to be the guy that. And get the butt of all the, the negative stuff. But uh, I was the first uh, to make a million plus dollars a year. Uh, I'm still waiting on these guys to send me my 10%. <laughs> you know, <laughs> money, I'm waiting on my 10%. So if you watch baseball now, what do you think of baseball now compared to when you played? There we go. It's, it's, it's different. Uh, they're not fundamentally sound. I mean, I see guys make mistakes that, you know, they should have had all that taken care of before leaving the minor leagues. Uh, the they're guys that go 25 different ways. They don't have that cohesiveness, you know, like that brotherhood that I emphasize in the book. You know, guys don't stick together like uh, we did. What do you think about the more like like nowadays they're getting paid like Joey Gallo gets paid a crap ton of money and he hits two hundred, but they're happy because he hits thirty bombs, but he strikes out six thousand times a year. Like, how do you do you do you watch that and just go, this is crazy? Yeah, I watch guys that have put emphasis on on base percentage, walks. You know, if I'm hitting third, I want to do some damage. I want to drive in runs. I want to be that key guy. And guys uh, put emphasis on things that they shouldn't. Why did you decide to write the book now? What What is it? Why did Cobra, the book, why did you feel like you wanted to tell your story? Well, I was a controversial guy, and people didn't really know who Dave Parker was. My, my teammates did. Uh, the organizations I played for did, but I don't think the general public uh, was aware of who Dave Parker really was. So I just wanted to let people know that uh, I was uh, a guy that cared about his teammates, cared about his fans, and 
did just about anything that it took to win. Hey, Dave, so quick question. I was just curious how much um, baseball you're watching on a regular basis now that it's back. I know it just started back. And then also, are, do you plan on going to any games this year that kind of stadiums are opening up a little bit? Well, I did a book signing uh, this past weekend. So uh, that was my first introduction to this year's uh, season. Uh, I'll probably see about 10 or 12 games. Nice. Are you are you watching it on TV when Sports Center's on? Are you watching the highlights? Or do you kind of try to stay away from it a little bit just because it was so much of your life for so long? Well, I, I watch the highlights, but I don't put no major emphasis on making sure I'm there to watch it. I, I, I can watch it or, or not. You know, it's not a, a real big deal. I have a question about uh, when you played in high school. I heard guys that back in the day, like, you probably could have had more home runs, but in some places there weren't even fences. Like, when you played in high school, were there home run fences? Or did you just have to hit it in a creek or something for it to be considered a home run? I used to hit it in the mill creek. <laughs> over the Whitefield fence. They uh, had a place uh, where the, the waste material went. I didn't retrieve any balls, but I hit a lot of them in the creek. That's awesome, dude. Dave, one of the coolest things like when you're a sports fan is hearing these stories of, uh, you know, just different things that happened back in the day. And I know that you played for the Pirates back in the early 70s, and one of the biggest stories that came out of that time was Doc Ellis pitching his no-no on LSD. When you joined the team, I think you joined it a few years after he did that, What did you know that story existed? Did you ever see Doc around? Would, he t- would you ask him about that? Yeah, I saw Doc uh, in 71. And uh, they had told told me that they knew a guy that acted just like me, dressed like me, act like me. And they were talking about Doc Ellis. So when we met each other, we it was a pre-arranged meeting. And uh, Doc was uh, a guy that I, I had to believe. If he said he pitched a, a no-hit off ass, and he did. He told me that he uh, wasn't even aware of it taking place until the seventh inning. And that's when he got nervous. Uh, seventh inning, he still had a no-hitter. And he told me that he, he did it. So I'm inclined to believe him. <laughs> Dave, well, one question quick about uh, just, you know, we always have the debate here about, uh, you know, pitchers trying to either intimidate you when you're batting or intentionally trying to hit you. I feel like there are more accidents than there are intentional hits. What do you, what's your thought on that? Do you think pitchers intentionally try to hit batters, or do you think it's usually an accident? Well, I think it's an accident now. I know when I played, you know, guys like Bob Gibson would use uh, the knockdown pitch to, to set up another pitch. So it was all by design with them. But uh, I think guys now just make more mistakes. But uh, – they get away with uh, doing flips to first base after a home run. <laughs> you know, the stuff that they do, they would have never got away with in my day. Did you ever charge the mound? About four times. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really mad because, you know, I didn't want to do no damage. I know uh, the commissioner, I had a, uh episode with the Mets and uh, – they threw me out of the gang and I got fined. And I called him and said, well, did you uh, find uh, Davey Johnson 
Gary Carvin, you find them. And uh, I uh, told him that, uh, why did I get fined? He said, well, I was just trying to keep you from killing somebody. <laughs> so he knew that uh, I had a reputation for mixing it up. Hey, Dave, you still uh, you go hit up the batting cage? You still toss the ball <laughs> around a little bit, or are you kind of done with all that crap? Well, I, I uh, worked for the Reds for about three years where I went over and gave hidden instructions to uh, the organization's youth group. And, uh, and I got involved for three years. So I I was involved with, with hitting and doing baseball fundamentals. So in your new book, Cobra, are we going to see stories about your old teammates where they're no longer going to talk to you? Because, you know, like Ball 4 came out way back in the day, and it was so controversial because, you know, he talked all about his ex-teammates and things they did. Anything like that, or is this all about Dave Parker? Well, it's basically all about me. I tell some stories about Doc Ellis and guys that I played with in the minor leagues, uh, Venezuela. Uh, I uh, played over there. I hit 401 in Venezuela. They got me on picture of me on the stadium in Valencia. So uh, I tell stories like that. Hey Cobra, I got a quick last last one for me probably. Um, so when you're this is kind of for the kids listening. If they need some tips, you know they're getting up there at the plate. So when when you would hit your home runs, when you got your big crush hits, did you sometimes try to guess if it was gonna be a curveball or a fastball, or did you just as the pitch came, that's when you, or or did you zero in on a location where you kind of anticipated the ball was gonna be? I was a first pitch fastball hitter, and I look for a fastball and I look for it in a zone. And uh, that worked out a lot because uh, a pitcher, the pitch that he controls the best is usually his fastball. So I look fastball and ingest everything else. So I was a fastball hitter. Love it. Dave, when we were kids, you know, we collected baseball cards. Lunchbox talked about that. And, you know, it definitely had some of yours. Did you ever collect your own baseball cards or did you did you care that you had a bunch of baseball cards out with your pictures and your stats and everything? Is that cool? It was cool, and it provided you with something that you can sign long after you retire. I got tons of baseball cards that people have sent me over in my trophy case. So I, I, I still have a large collection. When you make it to the major leagues, because you grew up you know, a sports fan, obviously playing sports, what was your, like, oh, my God, I'm on the same field with blank players? Were there certain players you were just like, I can't believe I'm actually playing baseball with them? Well, Frank Robinson was my idol. I uh, lived about a block away from Crosley Field, which was the old Reds ballpark. And I used to watch Frank come in. He'd be driving his little porthole Thunderbird <laughs> and with the porthole window. And uh, he was my idol. I followed him. And uh, when I made it to the major leagues, I uh, – was overwhelmed to be on the same field with Frank. What pitcher, I mean, because you're, you, you know, you crushed, you batting titles, MVP. What pitcher gave you fits? Like, you know, you obviously had a great track record, but which one could you just like, man, every time I face this dude, he just gets me? Steve Carlton. He had an unhittable slider. He'd throw the slider middle of the plate out, and when it broke, 
and was over in other batter's box. He would punch me out three times, and somehow or another he'd throw a slider at me, and it would break over the plate, and I'd, I'd take him deep. Hmm. He struck me out more than any uh, pitcher I ever faced. Was Jose Canseco a weirdo when you played with him? Because I mean, I, I mean, because he, he's definitely one now. I mean, he's definitely a Let's weirdo now. He talks about Bigfoot and stuff on social media. I just want to know: was he as kooky back then, or is it just a new thing? Well, Jose is Jose, and uh, he was kind of he had his own ideas on on various topics, and I guess Bigfoot would have been one of them. <laughs> Dave, so along kind of those lines a little bit, when you're a player and and you obviously have the talent, you have the stats to be a superstar, but there's definitely the Ricky Hendersons, there's the Ken Griffey Juniors and all those that are definitely superstar status for a different reason other than their ability to play sports. Did you ever think, like, how can I get to that next level? Do I need to be a... a, a a bad dude? Do I need to have an edge? Do I need to have something that sells me? Was that ever a conversation in your career other than just playing baseball? Well, I put all my emphasis on being the best. And uh, I would have little sayings that I would talk about when the leaves turn brown, I'd be wearing the batting crown. I had another one that I used to do on Sunday mornings when I came to the ballpark. And uh, it was uh, one that's three things for sure today. The sun's going to shine, the wind's going to blow, and Big Dave's going to go four for four. <laughs> I got everybody going. Come on, coach. <laughs> so I used to you push that, and I would say those things, and that puts you on the line. Ali was one of my favorite guys because um, he would make statements like that and he put himself on the line. So he had to go out and live up to what he had talked about hey dave uh tell me this i don't know if you guys were at the same time on the team but uh mark mcguire who hits the ball farther you or mark mcguire <laughs> nobody hits the ball as far as mark <laughs> mark hit the ball 900 feet <laughs> that's awesome what do you do you win two world series now do you wear your world series rings do you have them in a case oh do you, let, you wear them do you let sure. your grandkids wear them well what do you do with those I wear them when I go to events for kids, you know, pass it around, get it dirty, got to clean it off again, you know, but uh, kids just take, they they love that. I and mean, uh, the MVP trophy is one that I, I take out and kids would pass it around the room and uh, I get a thrill out of watching them. So does that MVP trophy just sit on the kitchen table so every night when you guys sit around the dinner table, be like, dang, remember when I won that thing? <laughs> no, it's in a trophy case, and when I have uh, people come over, I kind of put it away, put it in the safe, you know, because you don't leave that out. What about your, your, your grandkids? And they know Dave Parker as grandpa. Do they ever – Ask you for, you know, baseball advice. Do you try to teach them? Do you try? Is there a lot of pressure on them to play baseball or football or whatever? Well, they, they try to play all three. They, they take that after me. I, I played all three and I go out and shoot basketball with them. And uh, they shop that I can do it. You know, I'll be 70 years old in June. And uh, they surprised that Grandpa still can get it done. So do you watch a lot of college and uh, NBA basketball? 
Yeah, mostly college. NBA is so predictable. All right, who but, got? Uh, college is exciting. I'm looking forward to the night's game. Yeah, who, who's who's going to who win tonight? Oh, uh, y'all got me. Uh, <laughs> I think Baylor got a shot. I'm Damn. pulling for them. Oh, do you have a favorite college team, or are you just a fan of college basketball? Because, like, I love the Kansas Jayhawks. You know, I didn't know if you have one you root for specifically. UC, Cincinnati University. Okay. I thought you were going to say UCLA. We're going to be like, come on, Dave. Let's be real. I mean, well, he grew up in Cincinnati, <laughs> so I guess we should have known he's a Bearcat. We should have known that. <laughs> and one more thing before we go. Cobra is out now. People can buy it. Is there anything you want to say about the book that they're going to be surprised to learn about Dave Parker in your book? And probably the fact that I established so many friendships. I got guys that, that write, write me, call me, and say things about me that I didn't even know that they would say. I mean, they just, one guy, Eric Davis, said that uh, they talk about Dave Parker not being in the Hall of Fame. He should have a house up in Cooperstown. You know, statements like that. Barry Larkin, you know, telling me that uh, I was one of the reasons that he made the Hall of Fame. I was very instrumental to to his style of play. And, uh, you know, it's just things like that that uh, surprise me. When you look at your stats, I look at your stats, your, your your accolades. I think you should be in Cooperstown. Have you – was it tough? Has it been tough that you are not there, or is that something that it's just an added bonus? You know how good you are, so you don't really need that. Well, I don't really need it because my peers know how good I was. I dominated from 75 to 80 and uh, did things that – Nobody has done. I was DH of the year back-to-back years, and I was like 39, 40. So I was uh, productive all the way up until retirement. So I've done everything I had to do uh, to impress the Hall of Fame and my peers. So I'm happy with what I've done. All right, Dave Parker, thank you so much. Cobra, the book is out now. Dave, did you do an audible version for that? Did you read it out loud? Not yet. No. Not yet. Okay. You need to do that, Dave. Thinking about it. Yeah, just because you told him, he's going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you know that Ray said it. I think I'm going to do an audible version so Ray can listen to it on his drive to work. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. All right, Dave. Thank you so much, man. We really do appreciate it. And um, best of luck to you, the book. Hope you sell a million copies. I mean, the sore losers listeners, we can't really read, so we were hoping for that audible version. But, yeah, Cobra, out now. Well, I got a foundation, Dave Parker's 39 Foundation. You can get the book there. You can get it from Amazon, Walmart, Barnes & Noble. So uh, there's plenty of places you can get the book. It's a good read. Uh, you can always pull up a beer and take a book out and uh, enjoy some of the things that I have said in it. Uh, so feel free to. To pick up the book. Hey, Dave, have you ever, you see the kids nowadays where they take a key from their keychain, a key ring, and they poke it into a beer and they shotgun a beer? You ever done that? Or 
We, that kind of come after <laughs> the fact a little bit. No, I, I missed that one. I've seen people do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, Dave. thanks, Dave. Appreciate like, it, man. What, what a terrible question. Thanks a lot, Dave. Have a great day, man. All right, you too. Enjoy yourself. Bye-bye, right, man. Boys, well, that was we did it. That was badass. Hey, that's how you get a good get. Props to Steve Scoob. Scuba Steve, get on the mic. Thank you, Scuba. He's right here, Coachy. Hey, man, I just want to say thank you. If, you, if those guests ever come sw- swinging through, you know, we'll take them. We Definitely, really... yeah. I was just dis- disappointed you couldn't get his video figured oh, out. I was stuck on a, on a Donald Duck uh, image the whole it's time. All, it's all good. You okay. know what I forgot to ask him? What? I-, I was going to ask him about the bet I've been doing. The one that you t- said. Oh, the first inning. The first inning bet. See if, like he what he thinks about that bet. I think it's a no-brainer, guys. Over the weekend, I hit four out of five. So they didn't score a run in the first inning. So the, of bet, five games. the bet is, will there be a run in the first inning? And I say no. And it's usually always the fa- the the favor that doesn't only pays about what thirty cents to a dollar or whatever. But you can make some cash. I mean, I'm telling you, from the five games that I bet, only one of them did not hit because it was a home run in the first inning. The only negative, the only negative I see of it is that's the three best hitters in the lineup. Sure. I won't cash out. But you also have a pitcher that's fresh and is not allowed, going to allow you Correct. to hit. But, but you also they, have a pitcher who's trying to figure it out. He's just out there, coach. He's been thrown to nobody. He's been thrown to invisible people for the past twenty minutes. So they don't play like scrimmages. And, <laughs> I mean, so spring, so spring baseball, coach. They didn't play against didn't, anyone. Let, let no, there was just say, cardboard cutout. Really, if coach. If a pitcher's going to be cold, you find out in the first inning when he gives up four runs, coach. Like it, it's going to happen. You're going to make the bet, and someone they're going to score games four are, yeah. runs. But I mean, I'm telling you, from what I've seen so far, that seems to be a really good bet. I like it right now. And you only have to watch one inning in baseball. Well, here's your thing. Uh, this <laughs> White Sox Angels running the first. D-backs Padres running the first. A's Astros running the first. Dodgers Rockies running the first. Read the rest. Cubs Pirates run. I'm going down the line. Cubs Pirates running the first. Twins Brewers running the first. Rangers KC, that's the one that there hasn't been. St. Louis Cincinnati, there's two. Indians Tigers running the first. Orioles Boston running the first. Uh, Yankees, Toronto, there wasn't, so there's there three. Was. I won that one. Braves, Phillies is four. Like, I won that one. It, like the record, it must have been like four and eight, coach. <laughs> like largely, there's a run in the first. I mean, you just got very now, lucky picking the correct game. Go to Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> go to Saturday, Ray. Go right. to Saturday, real quick. All right. And Ray, I love that Ray is already ready to bail on our White Sox bet. Oh one, my goodness! Hey, yesterday he texted, me, goes, man, maybe we should. Bet a different team. No, and no, every day, coach. They've only lost betting. two games, been... and they lo- they lost last night. But yes, he was ready to bail on our betting on the White Sox every single day. All right, All right. Saturday, Saturday, Toronto Yankees, no run. Nice. Orioles, Red Sox, no run. Win. Now wait for this: Cincinnati or Cleveland Tigers run in the first. Rangers, Royals run in the first. Cubs, Pittsburgh run in the first. Braves, Philly, no run. Astros, Athletics run in the first. St. Louis, Cincinnati, no run in the first. Marlins, Tampa Bay, run in the first. Now, it's, it's almost 50-50 on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, One, two, three, four. Brewers, Twins, no. Rockies, Dodgers, no. Uh, Padres, Diamondbacks, yes, run in the first. It's 50-50, I would say. Hey, yeah, what six. which is gambling? 50-50. You spin a roulette wheel, 50 or 49, 49. 48, 48. Well, th- there's also too another bet that I saw was interesting. Is it will it be will the final score be an odd number or an even number? And oh, is, when you add them together? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, 
Well, they. Yes, what? it's probably added together. Yeah, added together. Okay, so I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know if you meant like the twins' final score or the twins. No, added A's. added together. And it looks like there's more evens than odds. Well, the favored was odd. Really? Yes, that's odd. The favor is odd by a lot. And and I'm thinking why? Like why would it possibly be favored? Why would the odd number be favored? Hmm. And I think that it's because the game has to at least it cannot end in a tie. So. At, there has to be, even if no one scores, a 1-0. So that's the only certain. So, so zero odd or even? No, one. It would be one, Coach. <laughs> one the, run. You have to have one run. I don't run. get the advantage by having the game go into extra If innings. no one scores anything, you have to play until someone which scores makes it odd. a run, which always makes it odd. But they don't have to just score one to win. Oh, and if it, it goes into... And if it goes into extra innings, it's going to be one run. No, it could Not be necessarily. Two. It could be. It's a home. That's got to right. be a home run. Though. It's got to be a home run. No, because let's say it. Well, <laughs> see, this is crazy. See, I thought I thought you all like you would like it because I saw it. I'm like interesting. I wonder what the theories are. Yeah, I, I think that's it. Because if you, if it has to be at least one to nothing, so there's odd big time. At least has and to be one to nothing. And if it goes in extra innings, the, o- the odds one. are it's going to be odd. Yeah. So that's the only reason it's. Favored, not necessarily going to be a a, a a bet that is for sure, obviously, because it can be any number. Yeah, because even in the extra innings, what's crazy is, let's say the the visiting team scores one in the top of the inning, you score two in the bottom. Odd, odd, <laughs> odd, weird, right? Yeah, I thought so that, that was interesting when I looked at. So the So did board. you bet that? No, I didn't touch it. I just, I just. So what are you betting tonight? I really don't That's know. That's a confident better right no, there. I, I really don't know. Like, tonight's tough, man. But I We feel, talked to Dave Parker. He gave us an answer like I, that. He said Baylor. I like Baylor, and I'll t- and I, again, I'm going to stick by it. I like Baylor because Baylor looked really good the entire season. The only time they didn't is when they took a huge long break because of COVID. And it's understandable. You lose your reps. But before that, they were on fire. A few weeks after that, they were back on fire. They play so good together. Gonzaga, they, we saw the real Gonzaga against UCLA. They have weaknesses. What, lights out? They have weaknesses. Oh, man. Baylor, I, I don't even know if it was a weakness because I don't think Gonzaga played bad. I, think I don't think UCLA so either. UCLA played out of their freaking minds. I think Baylor's going to win this one, boys. Uh, and plus, they don't have a perfect record. They don't have to worry about that. Gonzaga's oh, that's all like, they talk about. That's, that's a lot of pressure. That's all they talk about. But it. remember, the games I've watched, the Baylor team, are getting beat by Villanova by 10. I mean, that's the Baylor team you're picking right Ooh, now. What? Hey, a 9-9 by 10 would be great. Oh, that, that, that would be incredible. <laughs> like, you good, we got, hey, we got Baylor You guys game. get it on the last game I mean, of the I, no, Baylor, I, I would Houston, 8-9. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, did you see that, Coach? No, was it really? 8-9. <laughs> yeah. You know who had that number? Batter luck. No. Hey, did you hear? Did you hear Dave Parker say "batter luck"? I did. He looked at. We both looked at Ray, and Ray looked just like we had no. He had no idea what we were talking about. Hey, I thought he was doing the list too. Batter luck. Batter luck. He listens to the show. (laughs) (laughs) He he has a coach sweatshirt on, but we couldn't get the camera to work. I really wanted to ask Dave if he played with my dad. My dad was with the A's. Similar time frame he was. I think Dave wanted to ask you if you ever showered with your dad. (laughs) <laughs> he wanted to ask you. He said, "Man, there was this guy Slater on our team. He talked about how his kid used to comb his hair." All right. Wait, coach, why? Because your dad played with the Reds. Yeah, no. When he Dave Parker's with the A's, because he was with Jose Canseco, McGuire. I thought they your were. Your dad all the played same. with the A's. Yeah. 
I thought they were all the same time period. It might have been different years. So that's but I, I don't know if Dave Parker was in the minors. Your dad was in the minors. Well, no, no, they played with. I mean, that in camp, they a lot of the times oh, they played with true. the major leaguers. I do have to say, well, coach, I'll, I've been to those camps though. They have different locker fields. rooms. Yeah, they have different fields too. and fields. Coach, you went in the twenty. 20- Tens probably. Two thousand. Talking about the seventies, coach. Yeah, your 70s, you're probably right. They probably didn't have different hey, fields. Coach, there wasn't cell phones in the seventies. You know that? Oh, there wasn't yeah, the good internet. Point, good point. I do want to say though, Ray and we played basketball on Saturday. Dude, this Ray's he's a baller. So whenever we make fun of him, obviously his sports knowledge sucks, like mine. But as far as the athletic ability, coach, this dude's I mean, he's good. Okay, coach. He's good. He may be five foot two, but he was like it, it, we were playing knockout. So yeah. Pressure so you, cook, some people, whatever you call it. You try, you try to thunder you, lightning. You try to make the first basket. If you don't, if you don't make it, you know you got to get your rebound quick and and before it, the person before behind the you makes it. And and Ray would miss it, and he would just run up like lightning and put the put back 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 with just one hop, coach. It was beautiful. I've never seen anything like that. It was like <laughs> poetry <laughs> in motion. Coach, thanks, but I'm not playing in March Madness. So poetry wasn't good in enough. motion. Thank you, coach. That good. Really good. My wife was watching, so I really had to bring it. But I might just retire on that one. I played so well, so you really did, coach. I mean, that that's the thing. I really was a serious basketball player, and then I had so many coaches giving me all this crap about you're not tall enough. Your shot's got to be higher because you're gonna have to try and shoot it over players. Well, I'm watching March Madness. There's a lot of shorties out there. Not a lot of them. Oh, okay, and quite a few. <laughs> UCLA guy. One five eleven. It's not five six. Five eleven. <laughs> I'm telling you, I just had it, man. I gotta go tell those coaches. Man. But that guy from Oral Roberts, Amos or whatever, he was only, he's only like five. Thank four, you. Five three. He's tiny. Which Thank one? You. The center? No, Abrams, <laughs> the point guard. Ah, <coughs> uh, I, right. I, I just want I just wanted to say that because we always make fun of Ray. Like, oh, whenever he says like, oh, when I played in college and. We always laugh at him. Coach, he has ability. It's pretty It's pretty cool to watch. Well, while we're giving out compliments, I want to compliment Eddie. I'm a great golfer. What the hell did I do? Uh, your kids, man. Your kids are really, I, I'm going to say, they were. I, was, I didn't know how they would handle having two little babies around because I went over to Eddie's yesterday. And th- they were so nice to the little kids and tried to include them in playing. and yeah. very, It was great. I was very. But not my baby, though. My baby wanted to kick your baby's butt. Yeah, well, both my babies. Yeah, you're, both you're, of them. Your baby was like, like my my baby would be walk, my two year old be walking down the hill, and Eddie's baby would see him and run up behind him and just two hands shove right in the back. I don't know what what, what it, it's with. I don't know what his deal is, but he just wants to fight with anyone. And I think with your two two guys, they're all pretty much his size. You know, baby box one is taller than him. Taller but, than him, but there ain't no way they're the same size. Woo, your kid's got like 15 pounds on him. Yeah, he's as big. He's heavy. He's heavy. And then you're How much little, he weigh? I don't know. He's heavy. He's, he's heavy, though. Pounds. Like like when I pick up my six-year-old and then pick up him, I mean, they're almost the same. Yeah. But, yeah, I just wanted to say I want to give you a compliment coach. that they are very nice and hands-on and included them. It was a lot. It was neat. Thank you, Coach. You do a good job. Thank you. Appreciate that. And, guys, I prepped it for the show but it never got picked up uh beat the streak at mlb.com are you doing it yeah if you get 56 hits in a row it seems a lot easier than it is you can win 5.6 million dollars 56 hits you can pick two guys a day you can pick zero you just can't have one not get a hit it's in damn possible and that stops the streak it is underway 5.6 million to anybody that can do it i believe the highest somebody's got is 53 um, and the, for the year, whoever's the highest gets 10K. I got yeah. my wife playing. The it. highest I got was four. That a kid. 
No, I think I got, I got more than four. Six. I mean, you can literally get four in two days, Coach. Yeah, and you can literally miss it in <laughs> one at bat. I mean, you just got to pick one player with one hit. And you think it's so easy, alive. but it's so hard. And the safe haven is 10 to 15. So if you get to 10 in a row, you chill because you can miss one. You get a mulligan. You literally just have to pick a random person. Random. You can't go for the guys that are like, oh, man. But then you the, can't. Yeah, you can't. But go then you for start the... looking like three months in and you're like, wow, Mike Trout's had a hit every single game and I never picked him. Because you think, like, well, at some point he's going to not have a, a hit. Right. You can't go Acuna every game because eventually he's not going to get a hit. Yeah. Acuna. I would go with him zero games. Get out of here. Why? I like that dude. Listen, the guys you want Who's are the Colorado him? Rockies. No, he's not. No, no, no. Acuna? Who, who moved? Uh, am I thinking of? Oh, oh he's played for the, uh, the Indians. What's his name? I don't know. Oh, Who's Lindor? the star? Yeah, Lindor. Lindor Who's he with the now? Mets. The Mets now. Yeah. I, we should have gone with the Mets instead of the White Sox. Guys, this is how easy they haven't played a game yet. beat the, the streak is. No. Every hitter for the Orioles got a hit yesterday. Oh, except for Galvis. You could have picked any hitter on the Orioles, and you would have continued Now, that's one team, if we would have bet on, we would have made a lot of money because they were big underdogs every game to the Dang Red Sox, it. and they beat them. And the Blue yeah. Jays, guys, don't panic. Like these, I'm not panicking. I Ray Ray wants to change teams every day. Come on, guys. We're, we they played the Angels. It's okay. Who are they playing this series? Uh, they're playing tonight. Mariners? Actually, Minnesota. yeah, they're playing the Mariners. Yeah, it's Mariners. Gonna, that's it's right. gonna be all right, guys. Yeah, they'll be big favorites. Be right. and, uh, we're down though. What six dollars? God, no, we're down four. Four dollars. Betting like a bunch of homeless. Four dollars each. Yeah, but <sighs> tell my wife. Hey, I, I, and before we go, I never give. Props to the University of Texas, but they are about to be a college basketball powerhouse. Well, now you said that. Now you said powerhouse. That. Hiring Chris Beard away from Texas Tech with the new facilities opening up and the budget that the UT Athletic Department has, Chris Beard is a phenomenal coach. They're going to have phenomenal facilities, and they are going to be playing for national title after national title. Four years, they'll be in the national cool championship. Cool coach. So they have a urinal that's made of gold. Who gives a rip? I'm just telling you. They have amazing bathroom that, facilities. That's I'm a, telling you. That's a home run hire. It's a home Welcome. run. They're going to be so good. So good. And then uh, the Loyola Chicago coach going yeah. to Oklahoma. And now North Carolina needs a coach. What happened to the Oklahoma coach? He Too retired. Old. Long Kruger. I mean, yeah. he's yeah, old, His old. son got a job, some, like a head coaching job. And so his dad wants to watch him coach, I think. Okay. So he retired. In North Carolina, you can have Tom Izzo because Michigan State ain't worth up. Have him all you want. I don't even know if his contract's up. God dang it. Well, it doesn't matter if his contract's up. Chris Beard's contract wasn't up at Tech, and he just said, peace, see ya. Saw somebody at Texas Tech had an autographed basketball by Chris Beard, and he said, always wondering a good spot to put this thing. Sorry, they're drilling. And he goes out in his backyard and punts this signed basketball by Chris Beard into a (laughs) pasture with a bunch of cows. (laughs) <laughs> Always wondered where to put this thing. Well, there you go. That's really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> I mean, coach, it's an autographed basketball. Even though you're mad, at least sell it and get 20 bucks for it. Right. I mean, you can make a little bit. <laughs> and it's a little bit more rare because it's when he was the coach at Texas Tech. Then, I mean, they had Culver that one year. They made a run. They sucked. They this went to year. the national championship game. Oh, they did? Oh, they boy. Oh, boy. I guess I didn't Do you remember when Villanova hit the three at the buzzer? <laughs> coach, what was the me... score, coach? Do you what? remember? Yes, it was an even score. It was not. No, 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 no. Give him 30 seconds. He'll tell you what the score was. It might have been overtime, and I'll go with it was 67-64. Villanova wearing white or blue? Uh, Blue. (laughs) Let me look. 
Uh, You're probably right. You're stupid crazy like that. Let me look up the score. I, I'm going to know. God, but uh, tonight, and then don't forget, this is when you have to watch after the game because yes. one shining moment. It's amazing. Yes, tonight, the White Sox are playing the Mariners on ESPN. Oh, damn. Oh, Villa, Virginia beat them 85 to 77. It wasn't even Villanova. So what do they do after? I've never seen one shining moment. Oh, it was 71-59. I guess they hit the three to go to oh, overtime. Oh, you were wrong. And, well, and they were wearing white. Were they wearing white? Damn, I suck. You don't remember any of that, do you? No, I remember the shot, though. God, that was amazing. I thought it was against Tech, but maybe was, was that? But that can't be that amazing because uh, Saturday's game was the most amazing game you I said seen. one of the most amazing. You said one the. Of. No, I did not. You said that Saturday was the most amazing no, game I you've ever not. seen in college basketball. No, I didn't. I never said that. And can we get the fans back? Man, I forgot there are fans what it was there. like. It's just not the same, man. I'm telling you, I, 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 I'm yearning for some people on the in the stands. I'm sorry. Sorry, and, guys. And I want to know what's on the other side of the tarp. <laughs> I, I the tarp. They split the stadium in half. There's something going on on the other side. Oh, not telling another, us. Maybe earlier in the tournament there was another game there. Really? I don't know. Yeah, it was the it. women's workout facility. <laughs> Coach. <laughs> no. No All right. Sorry, guys. They're drilling downstairs. I guess we're going to build this place up a little bit. Music Row property. It's pretty expensive, you know. <laughs> All right. Have a great Monday. Enjoy the game tonight. It's going to be amazing. Yes. White Sox Mariners, 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Honey, why are you not watching the college basketball championship? Got two dollars on this game. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, you enjoyed Dave Parker. Check his book out, Cobra, 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 Cobra. Get two things Cobra. I don't with Cobras and Cobras. <laughs> ah, right. And Dave Parker. All right, goodbye, everybody. Hot start, dude. I thought the audio was just gonna chop in and out the whole time. I was like, oh no. You always run that risk, Coach. Yep. It worked out. One shiny. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store.
Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.